What's good, everybody? It is your boy, your host, the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead. I'm your host, Jason Craig, and this is the first ever episode of the Bring the Popcorn podcast, where we talk anything. We talk from a range from movies to TV shows to game to video games to comics and even anime. Just the things that I like, and I'm pretty sure that whoever's watching y'all like it too. So today, we're going to review a movie that I was actually excited for when I first saw the trailer before COVID hit and pushed everything back. I feel like this movie was supposed to come out, I think, in the summer, I think. It was supposed to come out, and it was either supposed to come out this past summer or last summer. I don't remember. This movie got pushed back so many times. But we're finally here. Was the movie good? Was it bad? Or was it just meh? Well, we're about to find out. Me, personally, I enjoy this movie. I Maybe I'm just a dumb movie fan, but I enjoyed this movie. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people like it. I will say this, though. If you were a fan of the first movie, you will like this movie. I'm sure that this movie will meet your needs if you like the first one but Venom Let There Be Carnage it suffers from one thing well not one thing but it's not just one thing it's a major thing but it suffers from pacing and it suffers from lack of story now I want to blame lack of the story on the runtime that they got because if I'm not mistaken let me look it up oh wait no Then, well, no, I take it back, y'all. The movie was two hours. I don't know why it felt it was shorter than that, but they just jump. They jump around with a lot of things. Now, I'm gonna start with my positives. For the positives, I love Venom. I just, I love Venom. Venom is hilarious. I would want to get a drink with Venom. Hopefully, he doesn't bite my head off because. He loves brains, but I love Venom. The like, wow! Well, I hate his voice. I hate the voiceover that Tom Hardy does, but I love Venom. They make Venom so entertaining. They make him. They don't make him too serious. They basically Venom is basically an idiot. Well, no, I take that back. Eddie Brock's the idiot. Venom, he is trying to coexist with the idiot. They're both losers, but I love Venom. Eddie, he's he's okay. He's okay. But yeah, I really did like Venom. That is a pro. Another pro I would say was Andy Serkis. He does a really good job with giving actors direction when it comes to when it comes to acting with CGI characters. Because you know, Andy Serkis, that's kinda his thing. He's kind of the he's kind of the savant when it comes to CG, when it comes to CGI and acting but he does a really good job of directing these actors to make it seem like they're actually talking to a person like you, you feel like Venom's actually there but we both we, we all know he's not and also I think Venom CGI it's a touch better like in the first movie it wasn't that bad but I was like wow this, this probably could be a little bit better and I guess they heard I guess they heard us and 
it is better I must say it's it's better now I I'm trying to another pro I would say I did like I did like the design of Carnage I liked how brutal Carnage was I enjoyed that because I'm a fan of the comics and if you read the comics you know Carnage can be he lives up to his namesake <laughs> but but I feel like this movie could have been PG-13. I mean, let me know. This movie was PG-13 and kind of held back the character of Carnage. Sony, stop trying to be like Marvel and Disney. You can't do that. Be your own. Push it with the rated R. This Because I feel like this probably would have worked better as a rated R movie. But I guess, you know, you're trying to, you want to appeal to the same audience that came and saw your movie last time. So, I get it. One thing, I, also another pro I did like because it's it was something subtle that worked for me. I liked the way that Carnage and Venom's transformations were, or Eddie's and Cletus's transformations were different in the movie. Since Venom and Eddie Brock have a symbiotic relationship it legit looks like it just forms over Eddie and I like that because it, just, it like I said it shows that they, it's a relationship that that they both need each other so I like the little subtlety when they when when Venom forms around Eddie Brock and for Cletus Cassidy I loved how Cletus it looks like he's basically turning in to Carnage because Carnage is Cletus and Cletus is Carnage. They are both just bloodthirsty SOBs. And I did like that subtlety. That was pretty cool. Now, ooh, well, let's see. What else can I talk about? I'm trying to think. Now, let's talk about the movie spoiler free. This, I'm trying to keep, it, keep the spoilers to a minimum. But I, ooh, that that beginning, that beginning was funny to me. The beginning's funny to me because it starts off with a young Cletus Cassidy and a young, and um, a young Francis. What was her last name? Well, they don't. I forget. The character is Shriek. Her name is Francis, but I forgot her last name. But it starts off with those two talking about how they're about to take Shriek or Naomi Harris's character away. Because her powers are getting out of control. Now, I wasn't into the scene that much. It t I got taken out of the scene. Well, for one, because they dubbed a 60-year-old Woody Harrelson over a younger actor. So, it just did not fit. They did the same with Naomi Harris, which was less noticeable than the Woody Harrelson vo voiceover. But... Yeah, that, that 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 scene right there did not work. But then after that scene, we cut to Eddie and Eddie and Eddie Brock talking to um, Stephen Graham's character, Detective Mulligan. And I get, and the the movie sets up to where Eddie, where Eddie's being asked, where Eddie was called for an interview for Cletus, for Cletus Cassidy. They never explained why Cletus Kasdan wanted specifically Eddie Brock to interview him. Because if I'm not mistaken from the last movie, Eddie was still a loser. He lost his job. 
But, you know, we got but we got to somehow put these two together. So they come together the first time and Woody Harrelson is hamming it up as as Cletus. If you're a fan of hammy villains, you'll like Woody Harrelson. I like Woody Harrelson just because I like anything that Woody Harrelson does. But so while so in this in the interaction with Cletus and Eddie, he's just having weird, I guess weird casual conversation for ser- for a serial killer, and he basically giving Brock a whole bunch of riddles, a whole bunch of riddles that don't make no sense. So then Eddie's like, I, I gotta get it by here because he ain't giving me nothing. So then Eddie goes back to his apartment. Come to find out, Venom is smarter than we thought. He find he deciphers he deciphers all the mumbo jumbo. Oh, and the writing in Cletus's cell, which was which was out of nowhere. But yeah, so then they decipher all the stuff he was talking about about something about mountain tops and hills. Come to find out that Venom f- figures out. That's where Cletus was hiding all of those bodies. So, with that, with the police finding all of the bodies that they couldn't find for all the murders that Cletus Cassidy did, they, they, it, that story puts Eddie Brock back in good public light. So he's, he's, well, they say he's flourishing, but it never really shows him flourishing. That's another problem I have with it. They don't, they don't follow through with some things that that they set up. So then we cut to Eddie and Venom arguing <laughs> like a married couple. I love that. I love that. Because that is if you have somebody inside your head twenty four seven telling you what to do, that's gonna make that's gonna make you mad. It's gonna make you mad and frustrated and impatient and I love that because this is basically if you haven't noticed this is a romantic comedy and I love it because of that so they're fighting about brains and brains but that he won but Eddie's like no you had to follow the rules which I forgot that they set rules from the first one but talking about the rules and it was it was funny but they could have trimmed that scene down just a little bit, especially with the, especially with Peggy Lou's m- m- Mrs. Chen. They could have went without that, but it's whatever. So then we bring back Michelle Williams as Annie. Uh, that I don't know why her, I don't know why her and Reed Scott came back in because there was. There was no need for them to be in this movie. I thought they were just filling out contractual obligations. But, uh, but yeah, so we cut to them. And then, if you saw from the trailer, she shows Eddie at dinner that she's getting married to Reed. So, yeah, I, I, I just can't go without that. Without Michelle Williams' character and Reed Scott's, because it served no purpose. Well, probably just to see she venom once again, but still, it it wasn't much. Now, once now the movie starts picking up once 
Cletus is put, he, he is given the death penalty for all of the heinous crimes that he does. Now, once we figure, once we find this out, Eddie receives a letter from Cletus. And it was, he basically wanted, he basically invited Eddie to his execution. Which is a first. I've never heard anybody invite somebody to their own execution. But while he's while in the letter he is inviting Eddie to his execution, he tells his life story, the origin story, if I might add, which I feel like they could have put at the beginning of the movie instead of that horrible, shitty voiceover. <laughs> oh, that voiceover so bad. But when we get his origin story, I like the touch how they how it's kind of animated with with ink. It's like like it's like pen ink animation and I love that. It was it was something different. It was something different. So yeah, we find out that Cletus Cassidy is a shitty human being. He is an abomination to the world. So yeah. So we find out all of this stuff and Eddie goes back to talk to Cletus again. Well, no. Eddie goes back to interview Cletus with his final words before he is put to death. And wasn't a good idea. Was not a good idea. So while they're talking, Cletus, when when Eddie gets there, Cletus starts to get up under his skin off rip. Talking about how he's a loser, how he's a loser, and how he lost his job, how he, how he screwed up his own life, and I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was when he talked about his father and his dead mother, and then at that point I was like, well, you shouldn't have did that, but of course you know, Eddie lashes out, but by Eddie lashing out. He gets bit by Cletus, which in a way transfers the symbiote over to Cletus or part of the symbiote. Or I, The more and more I try to explain it, the more it don't make sense because they could have did a better job explaining how people can get symbiotes. Because if I'm not mistaken, from the first movie, you had to have, in order to be completely completely fused with the symbiote you you had to have complete perfect sim, symbiosis symbiosis you had to have complete symbiosis with the symbiote which I guess Cletus does or maybe that shit since both Carnage and Cletus are both crazy they are match made in heaven but you saw the part in the trailer he tastes the blood that's not real blood yada 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 so in that time, so in that time, we cut back to Venom and Eddie once again in their marital spats. One of many marital spats in the movie. Venom leaves. Venom leaves. Tells, well, before he leaves, they have a hilarious quote-unquote breakup between the two. It's funny. It, I got to chuckle out that. But Venom leaves basically saying, Eddie, basically yelling, Eddie, you ain't shit. 
You ain't you were not shit with me. You were not shit. You were you were shit. You were not shit with without me. And with you were shit with me. I love that. It's just it plays in that in the character. It plays with like that relationship. It works for me. So after they break up, we get to see good old Cletus Casdy's execution or attempted execution. Because once the once the clock strikes midnight, they start killing. They start by giving him death by lethal injection. And right when it looks things were going smoothly, you know, these families were going to get closure. Come to find out that symbiote says, "Nope, mm-mm, nah, it's it's my time. <laughs> it can't be a mo- it can't be a, a this can't be a carnage movie without carnage being in it." So, right off the bat, Cletus starts to transform, and oh boy, they got the design for Carnage right. I love that design, and this was probably the most brutal scene (laughs) in the movie. Like, it was PG-13 brutal, but it was brutal enough to where I was like, okay, that is how Carnage, that that is how Carnage would be, and he Carnage just goes on a murdering spree on a rampage. So once we do that, so once we get through Carnage's rampage and Cletus Cassidy's escape, with him <laughs> singing a little stupid ditty about him saying that the warden's head tasted like ham. We find we go through Eddie Brock learning that Cletus has escaped. The whole world finds out that Cletus has escaped, and we're just we're gearing towards the end, y'all. So they're trying to speed they're trying to speed things up quick. And of course, in the movie, they gotta. But I guess I, I guess Michelle Williams' character's Annie was there just so we could have a quicker way to get Venom back onto Eddie, which. Some of the moments was funny, especially when Venom was in Mrs. Chen. That was funny. I I got a laugh out of it. But Dan, poor Dan. D- poor Dan is just there because everybody calls him a pussy and saying that nobody likes him. I kind of feel bad for Dan. But once we get... But once we f- bring everyone together... Once we bring everyone together... Oh, I almost forgot. Cletus goes... To break Shriek out, which was a nice little scene, but it was sowing the seeds. It was sowing the seeds of of Carnage not liking Shriek because why? Because Shriek has like Shriek has power, like I guess like what she have like a super voice, I, I guess like she can scream really loud, and you know them symbiotes don't really like. They don't really like sound of fire like that. So yeah, so that that scene was cool. It was there. A little entertaining. Get see more carnage. More carnage, please. Um so then once we get the symbiote back onto Eddie, we find out that Cobb, that Cletus and Francis are going to have a wedding. A red wedding, if you're asking. If you're asking Carnage, and they asked to bring three guests, the detective, 
the detective who shot Shriek, Eddie Brock, and who else was it? Was the detective Eddie Brock? Oh, and of course Venom, because we find out that that Ed that Venom is Carnage's dad. Now, if you weren't, if you were not like me and read the comics, you would not know that they are father and son, and they just brush that up under the rug. They don't explain it at all. So, yeah. So once we do that, you, we get to the climax. The climax is nice. I like the climax. A lot of people didn't like didn't like the climax because it they said like two blobs smashing together. It's like your cousins. It's like your little brother or little cousin smashing Play-Doh together. That's what some people said. Look like. I thought it was fine. I didn't. I didn't find much of a problem with it. So we get through that, and. It's fine. The climax is fine. The part where Venom is scared of of Carnage, that it was funny, but then also it made no sense because never explained why he was afraid of a red symbiote. But whatever. We, we, we're at the end game now, so that's all we're here for. And of course, you already know that Aunt, that Michelle Williams' character and and uh, Reed Scott's character was just there to be distractions, to add tension to the end of the movie. But it worked. In the in the end, before we go on, I must say this: just I feel so bad for Stephen Graham's character as Detective Mulligan because he just could not catch a break in these last fifteen to. 15 to 20 minutes like he just gets he gets stabbed he gets lynched it's just a horrible time for that man I just feel bad for that man but so so the the conclude so I guess the climax gives a very it gives a decent conclusion I guess for the movie now I will say this no, can't even say spoilers, but just we probably won't see a certain character, probably two certain characters again. I'm just gonna say that we're probably not gonna see those two characters again in later movies if they do another movie. I think Tom Hardy signed on for a third movie, I'm not sure, but just know two characters you probably won't see again because they made sure to let you know, yeah, we gave you this now, we're just gonna. We're going to just go ahead and sweep it up under the rug. Like, it never happened. So, once you know, Eddie and Venom save the day. It goes, they go their separate ways. They talk about how they're basically criminals at this point. Because, because now, a big symbiote fight and Eddie Brock was there. So, now they're probably looking for him. So, they end the movie with them two on the beach. Happy. The movie ends, but, but, <laughs> who y'all? Now, for Venom fans, you guys will love this, but that post-credit scene, <laughs> ooh, that that post-credit scene, it was, it was shocking. The person I would say, the, the person I would say that it was predictable. In a way, I predicted it, but I was just like, I didn't think they would actually do it. So, yeah, 
There, we are going to be set up with big things in the future. Now, like I said before, for this movie, I like this movie. I enjoyed it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny. There are pretty big flaws in the movie. There's pretty big flaws in the movie. The pacing, the pacing is too quick for the movie to be two hours. It just fit, like even though the movie's two hours, the the pacing was just too frantic and too quick. So that kind of brought the movie down because it didn't give us time to get to know Cletus Cassidy or Francis. Like it didn't give us enough time to learn about Carnage and why he why he hates Venom or why Cletus wanted to. Well, they kind of I, I I guess they gave us reason why Cletus wanted to kill. Eddie, but still, there's a lot of plot holes in this movie that will take some people out of it. But if you're like me and you enjoy the first movie and you just like dumb slapstick comedy, this is the movie for you. And since this is the first ever episode, I'm going to I'm going to describe the rating scale. So you know, since we the since we the bring the popcorn podcast, it makes it fitting to do a rating scale between one to one to five, and we and that's one to five buckets of popcorn. So, if I had to give this a rating due to the enjoyment I got out of it, but also the lack of pace and the lackluster story, me. I'll, I'd give this a 3.5. I found it enjoy. I, I found it entertaining. I enjoyed it. And if you just want to take your family out to see this movie, I do suggest this movie. This is a nice, fun movie to take your parents to. But, y'all, that is the end of the Venom to Let There Be Carnage review. Be sure to you know maybe hit this on replay if you like it and then you know follow me just so you can hear more of what we got going on next week i might next week i'm going to try my best to give you guys the 007 no time to die review but good evening good afternoon or good morning whatever you guys are watching this but y'all make sure to bring your popcorn.